Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, everybody, to Believe in Chargers. It's been a few days, and listen, there's been a lot going on in Chargers camp, from Justin Herbert's health to Keenan Allen's health to the rolling Jaguars. Yeah, I never thought I'd say that. To the rolling Jaguars coming to town this Sunday, we're going to have a lot of questions and hopefully some positive answers for the Chargers coming up low. One and one, still positives to take away from Kansas City, but the sights are set for week number three against Jacksonville. Uh, no question, and I'm just happy that uh, they're coming this way. I think when you look at this this Charger team, they were in a dogfight last week. You and I, we alluded to that. We talked about, you know, how physical that game was with Kansas City. And it was a four-quarter game. Game was still in the ballots, too close to call. Onside kick was still in that game and um, fought tooth and nail. And so now you're getting ready to play a team that has a quarterback, that has a team now that's different management, that they believe. They had no guys on the top 100 players. They're the only team. So you have wow. a team that's showing signs of turning the corner. Because when you're a player in the National Football League, you have to be able to understand that you get to that point when everyone calls you a bum, the, the, the laughing stock of the league, and you get to that point where a man to a man has to look at everyone in that locker room and everyone goes around and look around and say, is that who we are? Every one of us from Jacksonville, think about Pony Boy, the, the quarterback. I like to call him Pony Boy. He's, he's got the <laughs> long golden hair. But think about Clemson's great. Think about what he did, not losing a game and all the things around and all the guys on that. Everyone looks at these sorry teams in the NFL yeah. and they say, those guys suck. Those whole teams suck. Every single one of those guys were stars in Pee Wee, Pop Warner, high school, college. And all of a sudden, now you come to the pros and they're getting that, you know, they all of a sudden they suck. That's not how it works. And so I think that's big. So you're playing a team that's very, very motivated and a team that uh, seems like they found their swagger. It's such a fantastic point because even guys like Trevor Lawrence, this was always the guy, the next John Elway, whatever you want to say, the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck. And listen, it hasn't been all dandelions for Trevor Lawrence. He's struggled, you know, to start his NFL career. And everyone said he's a surefire bet. And while he's still in the process of proving that to us, the guy hasn't even won a road game yet in the right. National Football League. So this can be his first opportunity. And if he doesn't win this week, I think he'll tie the longest streak ever for not winning a road game to start your career with Peyton Manning, I believe, at 10. So I I could be mistaken on that, but listen, you make a fantastic point about all these guys, Trevor Lawrence, James Robinson, Travis Etienne, and you guys like Devin Lloyd, they're taking in the first round. These are guys who have been stars, and when they come have right. adversity, it's going to be very different. Nevertheless, this Jacksonville team looks a little bit different this year than they did last year. They have a really strong defense, you know, led by Devin Lloyd, Josh Allen. No, not the Josh Allen you guys are thinking about, but the other <laughs> linebacker, Josh Allen, who had two sacks last week against the Colts, and low. This Jacksonville front led by Devin Lloyd and Josh Allen, five sacks, 11 quarterback hits in week two against a pretty good Colts offensive line. I mean, this is going to be a big test. We saw Justin Herbert get lit up at the end of this game. It'll be a big test for this charge offensive line with Corey Lindsley and others questionable to play. It's going to be a huge test. And, and I, I think that now you're at the Chargers. You look back and you see who's behind you. When you're an offensive line and you're a defensive player and you look behind you and you see who's leading you. And I think you look at Jacksonville. Jacksonville, the last couple of years, they've seen it. Who's their leader is Trevor Lawrence. And they look there and they see that guy and they see the potential in the throws and things, what he's doing now. And they're like, man, we got a pretty good guy at quarterback. Can we protect him? Can we keep this guy upright? Can we do those things? 
And I think this week, even though, like you talked about those guys, they're getting after the quarterback, they're getting hits, they're getting hurries, and the defense is much improved, I think the offensive line is going to look back and see this guy if he decides to play and look at him. And, and coach is going to have him stand up game night and say, look at this guy. You, you know who this is? This is Herbert. This is our franchise quarterback. This is what people are saying could be, you know, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And you know what? And they they got a quarterback over there that everyone thinks could be one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Who you guys number two you love? Do you guys love? Do you love Herbert? Do you know what how good our team is? If this guy, it's going to take every man. And I understand, but I'm gonna be honest, guys. We need him. We oh. need you guys <laughs> to protect him. Yeah. So I think that's the message. So when you're talking about Jacksonville and talking about the guys that they're going to get, get ready to go against. I think that Staley is going to make sure he's preaching that message. Guys, we need this guy to be upright in order if we're going to make a serious push for the Super Bowl. I'm not going to lie, everybody. I did go to betonline.ag last week, week two. I call them hogs locks. Three-team teaser, absolutely automatic. Rams minus 10, Packers minus 10, Bills minus 10. I bought all three of those down on a teaser, 10-point spread. And listen, locked. Go to betonline.ag, everybody. Use code believe believe 50 to get $50 when you sign up to play. I'm telling you, the NFL bets are juicy this week. You saw Joe Burrow absolutely delete his social media this week because you know why? The Bengals are 0-2, and he cannot afford those Bengals to go 0-3. And that's why I love Bengals minus 6 this week at the Jets. So go to betonline.ag, everybody, your number one source for all betting needs. Now, listen, Lowe brings up a great point, everyone. Uh, uh, about Justin Herbert and listen this guy was gutsy last week we take a look at Justin Herbert right now for the Chargers everybody he was a limited practice participant on Wednesday a limited practice participant on Thursday he's dealing with the rib cartilage issue Lorenzo do you think someone like Justin Herbert do you, you, you think he's going to play on Sunday for the Chargers because they haven't really talked about his status quite yet and we're going to get into other guys you know who have been on the injury report but is it is he going to play? I mean, this guy was in severe pain. And with this Chargers offensive line with Lindsley not potentially going to play on Sunday, I don't know if they want to throw Herbert out there and, and, and get him even more hurt. Boy, I, I totally understand what you're saying, Barney. You make a great point. Do you throw your franchise quarterback out there? And, and I'll tell you, if he's upright and they take it, I think probably Friday or Thursday, what they'll do is today at practice. I don't know if they, did they say he practiced today or they're saying he's he likely limited, limited participant. Okay. So I think tomorrow what they'll do is in my opinion, what I've seen, and I don't know, I could be wrong. So I don't want people to run with this and say, this is what Lorenzo said. This is the, the gospel. But back in my day, what they would do tomorrow, because tomorrow's like your two minute, your, you know, short words, you kind of put everything Friday, practices yeah. can, yeah, Friday and it's condensed. Tomorrow you give him that tee. Tomorrow would you you'd shoot up the ribs a little bit in the, in the you know in the um, in the cartilage and see kind of where it's at, and you would let shoot him up before practice and let him see if he could go through how he feels. But you don't let him do much. But you say, okay, can he throw it? Can he do those things? You so you get to see how it is, and then Saturday he does nothing, stretch, make sure he still feels good, ice it, and then Sunday you would go ahead and and inject him again on Sunday. So. It's going to be interesting how he, what they tell you tomorrow. If he goes to the mall and you see him running around and people say he's practiced well and he looked good, he made all the throws, they just seen him, he was on a limited pitch count, then that means he's going to go. That's what that Lo, means to me. Lo, what yeah. does that shot do? 
What, what does that shot do? Does does it does it numb the cartilage area so he doesn't feel the pain? What what exactly yeah, does that that shot do? Yeah, it does. It definitely numbs the area. It numbs it. It numbs the area so you don't feel a certain way um, when you go out there. So it's still you still feel it, but just just numb. You don't have as much pain. So he's going to go out there, and that's that's the thing though. If it's if it was if it was a cracked where had ten, chance of splintering where you can hurt yourself, they wouldn't do it. There are certain things that they don't do with the tee shot and be like, okay, we just not do it. It's not worth it, you know, because we don't want to hurt this guy. But if it's just cartilage and stuff that you can play with and it just you're just taking some of the pain, then they, they'll go ahead and shoot him up. So it's going to be interesting just to see tomorrow because if they're not, if he goes out there Friday and, and he goes out for 10 minutes and, and he's not throwing, he didn't throw a pass and he didn't just kind of walk through the stuff, very i would say it's slim to none it's i would be like i'll take it down about 20 to 30 percent the wow. chance he'll play on saturday sunday but now if he goes out there and he goes through a drill and he goes through his drills and he goes through warm-ups and he does a couple passes on seven on seven he does a couple things on team and he gets just doing a limited i would say herbert's gonna play but if not as you you got to get ready for your backup Next man, and as you as you guys all know, Chase Daniel is that back for the Chargers and has a plethora of experience in the National Football League, backing up quarterbacks like Drew Brees, amongst others. But listen, at the end of the day, the Chargers' chances of winning a football game significantly decrease when Justin Herbert is not playing quarterback for the L.A. Chargers. So that's going to be something very curious to see. In other news, maybe no Herbert, maybe no Keenan Allen, maybe no J.C. Jackson, maybe no Corey Lindsley. The Chargers injury report, it's only week three, but when Lorenzo and when Sean Merriman came on, when all these guys came on the show, we talked about it. Can this team avoid the injury bug? And week three, the list is already piling on just a little bit. Keenan did not play in week two, Lorenzo. That hamstring injury is still bugging him. Listen, I don't want to take the Jags lightly, but this is a team where you can maybe be a little more cautious, right? You need Justin Herbert to be playing. You need Herbert to be playing. But you can maybe be a little more cautious with guys like Keenan Allen maybe not playing because you have other weapons in Gerald Everett. You have other weapons in DeAndre Carter. Maybe guys like that, maybe you can hold out. But guys, J.C. Jackson, who people may have thought the Chargers rushed in week two against Kansas City as well, has not practiced all week. So maybe he came back a bit too early. Let's start with J.C. Lorenzo. Has not practiced all week. They brought him back fast on that Thursday game in Kansas City. Do you think it's indicative of where he is health wise because he's not practicing all week that they rushed him back too early against Kansas city. I think you keep this type of guy on a pitch count. You know what this throwboy can do. What does he need to practice for? I'm talking about practice, man, practice as Alan Iverson <laughs> say, right? Yeah. I think when you talk about athletes like that, you know, the difference with Herbert, it's timing. It's timing, knowing where the receivers are. It's what are they getting out of the round? It's him looking at the defense and understanding that. When it's a cornerback or whatever, it's a guy that's playing, it's understanding or safety, they understand what to do. So it's not necessarily timing with those particular guys, it's athletic ability and understanding what your assignment is. But a quarterback, you're talking about you're responsible for the other the other 10. You got to make sure guys are still lined up. You got to make sure where the receiver's going. You got to see where the safeties, where they're rolling coverage to, all those different things. Where's the timing? One, two, three, get back to my spot. So, boom, even if you're not throwing, just the feel of the game. So, I think it's different, a little more different for a quarterback not to go the whole week and try to go on Sunday compared to those skills, other positions. Absolutely. And, guys, listen, uh, a lineman who the Chargers lost last Thursday was, was Corey Lindsley. And he is their all-pro center that they got from Green Bay. They paid him over $60 million. 
And that's a more important name in my eyes than a Keenan Allen or a J.C. Jackson because Corey Lindsley is directly correlated to Justin Herbert's time, protection, and health in the pocket. And we guys have to remember that Jacksonville has a stout, young, energized pass rush led by Josh Allen and Devin Lloyd. Again, five sacks, 11 quarterback hits in week two for the Jacksonville Jaguars. They shut out Matt Ryan, Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, and the Colts. They shut them out 24 to 0. So this is not a Jacksonville team to take lightly. Trevor Lawrence has some weapons. James Robinson, Travis Etienne, some nice receivers. They gave Christian Kirk the bag. Evan Ingram they got from the Giants. Marvin Jones is a speed threat. This is not a team now, Chargers fans, that we can take lightly. Remember what happened last year when we took the Houston Texans lightly? They got absolutely routed by Rex Burkhead, Davis Mills, and company. So it's going to be very important for this Charger team to come in here and play with the same aggression, but play with the same mentality as if they're playing a Kansas City. A lot of good, averagely good football, baseball, sports teams in general, they play to the level of their competition. The great teams are the ones who are able to develop the mindset and play just as hard against Jacksonville versus Kansas City. Lorenzo, talk to me about your experience like in the National Football League. Would you say that's a fair trend to talk about good versus bad teams playing to the level of your competition? I'm sure that 14-2 and Charger team, you guys had a killer mentality every single week, didn't matter what the record was. No question. And, and that's what I'm going to see. And that's what I want to see out of this Charger team. You, you want to see this team go out here, regardless who's the quarterback, and say, man, we're better enough. We're a good enough team. But we got to find a way to win. We got to find a way to win. If, if our emotional leader and our captain's not going to play and our best player on the team, Justin Herbert, is not playing, we're good enough that we can still win. This team is good enough. And that's why you that's why you pay the backup. And that's why you kept the backup on this squad. And that's why everyone says you kept this old man, but you've got a guy that's backed up that can play in this league that's good for three to four weeks that can hold it down and still win. I played on a team like I told you when I was with the Tennessee Titans. Steve McNair got injured and Neil O'Donnell came in. And Neil mm-hmm. O'Donnell did more than just hold a clipboard. He, we, won, we reeled off five straight with Neil O'Donnell. Yep. You have that. And when you talk about this backup quarterback, he's smart. He knows where to go with the ball. He'll get the ball out of his hands quick. He can still make – he can move outside the pocket. He's got good speed. He's got good vision. And everyone will, will rally around if he has to. I think this team is still good enough to win. But you do know when you're talking about playing down the level of competition, I don't think this Charger team and I don't think Coach Staley, the head coach, I don't think Staley will let these guys play like that. He understands they can't have a letdown. They've seen what Buffalo's doing. And if they're going to have a chance and to compete and be right there with Buffalo at the end, you need to find a way to win this game. This is not an option no matter who's playing quarterback. You need to win and send a message that, hey, look, we are in this thing. I don't want to jump the gun. I don't want to jump to conclusions. It's just week three. But that Buffalo team looks like one of the better football teams I've seen in a long time. I, I mean, mean, that – go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, you know, since we're talking about it, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I know Josh Allen. This whole – it's his, his, his fiance is, is like my little goddaughter. Chris Williams and him and I played at Fresno State together. He played outside linebacker. And he goes to Buffalo all the games. So I know Josh is his mom and dad. They're fireball. I know what kind of man he is. He's a good old country boy that's tough. And he that lost to Kansas City, he's sick. He's still he's so mad. He's yeah. so mad. He's so furious. Josh Allen, and, and not just Josh Allen, that whole team, they're playing with the swagger. They, and I'm going to tell you right now, I really believe, brother, that this team – has a chance to be special like New England. I think that this team, if you said if you set the uh, two, I would I wouldn't bet that. I wouldn't bet that they lose two seed games this year. I think that they have a chance to go undefeated, only lose one game this year. I, I, if you said 
you set the record. I, I bet you I'd go on. I'd go on bet online right now. And someone said, I'll take two. I'd give you that. I don't think there You're was more. You're crazy, two. low. Two? Name, name, name two, two, two. I think who's who's two teams going to beat them? It's fair. They're, they're, they're playing. No, no, because they're, they're, they're playing at that level. Like you talked about level of competition. They don't care. They're just saying, let's be us. Buffalo saying, let's be us. They don't care what anybody doing. If we play like we play, no one can beat us. That's how they're playing, bro. That defense is playing with tenacity. You saw what they did to the big fellow on Thursday night. The linebackers mm. played on the other side of the, on the other side of the field. They are understanding who they are. Buffalo's got their identity filled up, filled up, know what their identity is. And that's why this Charger team this Sunday, they need to make a statement. You come out and you slap you slap this this team around Jacksonville, who's a good team, who's no longer at the bottom and the laughing stock of the league is now the team that's reputable and their quarterback is a is a is showing that he can play at a high level. If you slap this team around, you send a message to the league that hey, we're back in this thing. We ain't going nowhere. I love it. Let's have a game, Chargers fans, where this thing can be over by 10 minutes to go in the third quarter, right? I don't care if it's Chase Daniel. I don't care if it's Justin Herbert. Let's go win a football game by more than one possession. It'd be pretty nice to do, huh? It'd be pretty nice I can go pull out the popcorn, go talk to the parents, talk to the friends, and and not have to be sweating the palms heading into the fourth quarter at the two-minute warning and the Chargers are in another dogfight. Listen, I understand if that's going to be the case against Kansas City. I understand if that's going to be a case in the division. But the Jacksonville Jaguars, listen, they're getting better. They're younger. They're hungry. But this is a Charger team that has Super Bowl aspirations. They have AFC title aspirations. So this is not a game where it should be 20 to 17, a dogfight. They're a field goal away. No, this is a game where the Chargers need to make a statement and show that, as Lorenzo says, they have the mentality, the tenacity, and the grit every single week, no matter who is in the opposing locker room. And this week, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, Barnard, you know, this week. Just Go what ahead. you're saying. I'm just gonna add on to what you're saying, Barney. Because when you when you're making those statements, I'm like, wow, he's actually onto something. I think we should stay there for a couple minutes and just yeah, kind of discuss yeah. it. And, and this is what people don't realize. When when you seen Mike Tyson, you probably you probably saw some old tape. When he walked in the ring, he was trying to destroy you. He already had beer on ice in his room because he knew that I'm gonna go in here and it's gonna be one round, two round, three. The mentality wasn't to save it for the last, wasn't to save it to turn it on later, wasn't to save it to knock you out in the light around. His mentality was like feast or famine. It was all out. I'm giving you everything I have. If I lose, I lose, but I'm going to kill you in that amount of time. That's what this Chargers team does not do. And you hit it in the nail on the head. Hmm. It does not finish. The teams that it needs to finish, it needs to go out there and say, up by 20 you don't allow you're up by double digits against the raiders you don't allow that team to come back and make it a football game you're up by double digits you don't allow a team to come back and to make it come that's the mentality that this team has to get that kill that kill mentality that yes at the end of the third quarter you're up by 20 30 you just gotta strangle people and even if you're up by 10 or 15 it's showing that that team has no chance that's what it's not doing you see it and you watch the spurts and like this team has to develop that killer instinct, and that's what Buffalo's playing at. That's some of those teams when you talk about, look at that. That's that killer. That's that, oh, no, okay, we we got you down, and they just don't let up. This team has that. You can't, when you go up by 10, three and out, three, four in a row, three and outs. That's what this Charger team does, and it's frustrating for me. I know it's frustrating for the fans, and Barna, I know it's frustrating for you. 
I love it. I love it. Preach, man. And as you said always, amen. I got nothing. Amen, I got baby. nothing. I, I got nothing to punch back with. Listen, I think there's a few things. There's a few things that I need to see from this Charger team that's going to be different in week three. Number one, let's take some more. Let's take some more shots. You know, you got Mike Williams. You probably may not be without Keenan. Let's take some more shots. We take a look at the most big plays through week two, the first two weeks of the season. What classifies as a big play? A rush of more than 10 yards or a, a pass of more than 20 yards. That's what's quantified by a big play. The Chargers are in the bottom seven when it comes to big plays so far to start the year in the National Football League. They have had nine big plays. Let's go take some shots. Go run a go route to Mike Williams. If he's one-on-one -on -one press coverage, the play call should be everyone stand around, go let Mike Will go one-on-one -on -one against the corner and make something happen. He has 60 million reasons to smile. Let's do it, right? <laughs> I want to see I want to see this Charger team take some more shots, you know, kind of take the wind out of the sails of the defense and just run up the score, run up the score. You saw Kansas City do it against the Cardinals in week number one against Cliff Kingsbury and that defense. So, you know, I think that's one thing I want to see. But, Lorenzo, you, you know, you, you you preach facts, and it's going to be exciting to see what this team can do. And, and again, I, I don't want to discount this, and, I'm, and I know I've already said it, but I don't want to beat a dead horse. Chargers fans, we cannot take this Jacksonville team lightly. I know, look no. what the 49ers did week one against the Bears, and, and they took them lightly, and it cost them. And, and you never know where that game can come back and haunt them in a division race later in the year. So yes. these are the kind of games where, fine, they lost to Kansas City. It was a close game, fine. But this is a game that you can't drop, especially if this team wants to win 11, 12, 13 games. You're not winning those kind of games by losing to Jacksonville, Lorenzo. Yeah, and you have you have to win 12 games this year because there might be some other teams that get there. And uh, and here's the deal. Let's, let's, let's talk to Cole Hart Facts. You don't win this game. <laughs> Buffalo, if I just told you, they're not losing more than two games. Yeah. And, and if that's the case, if you're trying to get home field advantage, you got to get ready to play. You got to understand what's at stake because I know this Charger team would far rather be in LA planning a controlled dome, controlled building, than going to Buffalo in January and playing in the in, in that snow and that cold. It Minus five at Orchard Park. Come on. The hands are numb, yeah, and Josh not, Allen loves that. Yes, yeah, and, and I, I hate it, and I, I've been in that weather. What was it, it was like? 14, 14 below zero played against. Yeah, against Cleveland Browns. I was in LT. It's, I look back. I'm getting ready to run a lead draw. LT says, low, right between the play. Then quarterbacks in Caden Winslow. I look back. I said, yeah, what? I said, what's going on, LT? He looked at me. He's got snot coming out his nose, which is frozen. Frozen. Oh, my goodness. And he said, I can't feel my hands. I said, what you want me to do about it? So he didn't want to run the ball. I mean, he was. it was that bad. felt like every time you got a hit. I was like, just don't get hit. I mean, he ran for a touchdown. I mean, the guy, but it was absolutely 14 below with the wind chill. Wind chill as it was minus whatever. But that game was absolutely a nightmare. So no, you yeah, you go low, out there. Low. I already know you were wearing short sleeves that game too. You're crazy. I already know of, it. Of course, of course. But I still why do was you guys cold. do that? Why is, is it, it? Is it is it more of like a hey? I'm I I, I ain't no lightweight. Like I'm going. Is that is that why y'all y'all do it? No, because if you if you wear the, the the long sleeves, sometimes when it's cold, get wet, and now it's even colder because it's uh, wet. And when you sit in between plays, this, and now that you can't feel. And here's the thing, especially as a ball carrier, you can't feel the ball. You can't feel it against your arms if you got the uh, sleeves on. You can't feel it. So when you're wearing those sleeves, I know people say, "Oh, it's a, you," but most of these guys wear a thermal underneath and just cut the arms off. It's just it's a different feel when you can actually feel skin. So I think a lot of guys still enjoy that. 
and your, your, your body just can heat up. But when you wear that, that some of that stuff is just like, then you're trying. When you get to the sideline, you're just trying to stay warm. Because oh, you can wear that, put the jacket over. You don't need the sleeves, baby. When you got guns like this, brother, come on. <laughs> Long story short, Chargers fans, they need to keep winning. And yeah. if, they, if they want to avoid, listen, with the aspirations this team has, they have aspirations to go all the way. They certainly have the roster to do it. They have the quarterback to do it. They ha- It looks like early on they have the defense to do it as well. I mean, you take a look at that Kansas City game, Chargers fans. They did allow 27 points. But over half of those points were because of a short field from a turnover, a bad punt. So this defense it, it, it is right there. So, Lorenzo, as, as we wrap this up, we've got a few more minutes to go. Give me two to three, up to you, keys to the game for the Chargers. What is needed for them if it for them to win this game? And if it doesn't happen, they won't. What are your keys to this game? Well, believe it or not, you're going you're gonna to have to hit this quarterback. This is what they have to do because if you give this young man time, he will hurt you. He can. Th- he, he he's throwing the ball. He's spinning it. The kid is throwing, and he's now getting comfortable. And now his defense is starting to come around, and so the pressure's not on him as much. And it's sort of like when you saw Herbert last week that the defense made it where God, this offense don't have to score every time they get the ball. And I think Jacksonville is starting to feel that way, and you start to vibe, and they're starting to win. And when you win, win winning starts to become contagious and infectious, and so. This Charger team, I'm going to tell you right now, they got a bad taste in the mouth. They got to come out angry. So I got to see this team come out angry because you're playing a Jacksonville team. Trust me, that you don't think, let me tell you what's going on in that locker room. You don't think the head coach is saying, I want you guys to hit Herbert. If Herbert plays, hey, guys, oh. hold, him, hold him up and I want to hit him. Let's make sure, let's test those ribs out. When you get him down, you don't think guys throw punches and squeeze you and fall. You don't think a guy's work, if, if they knew that I can fall on Herbert and get him out and take him out, what, what's wrong with 15 yards? You have to realize this is a game, and that's why I think Coach Staley is preaching, guys, we have to protect them because they're going to test it out. You know, you, it's like when you get a new car. You never take a car and say you, every time you buy a car, you know that, Borna, you take it for a test drive. Oh, yeah. I don't care how pretty it looks. You're like, I'm taking it for a test drive. They don't care how big and how strong and how what Herbert looks like. They're like, let's, te- let's test this thing out. We're going to test those ribs out and see how he is. So that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a team to come out aggressive. I'm looking for this. Is, I'm looking for a mental game. I'm looking for a team that's going to come out and have that fire and that venom that's saying we're going to play for 60 minutes and we're not going to take our foot off your throat. I want to see a team that's going to come out and say, okay, we're going to, we're going to pick I want to see the special teams pin guys in. I want to see a team that's just going to play with that energy and play on another level, play like their heads on, you know, their hair is on fire. I want to see a team make mistakes, but going full speed. I want to see this team transcend who they are. I want them to see them to transcend, okay, morph into a team to say, okay, they're okay. When I don't want to see them the law. You see those laws in this team where you're like, oh, I don't know. This is going to be a game. You didn't feel Kansas City. You said, okay, can they win? Make big mistakes. I want to see a team don't make the big mistakes. I don't want to see a turnover. Like you, you, you can't see it. That's what you want to see. You want to see this team clean up and look sharp. That's what you want because the talent, like you said, is there. It's the little things. Amen, baby. And listen, you bring up a good point about test driving that car. Listen, I, I keep stressing it enough. It's the, the, the status of Corey Lindsley and his knee injury is going to be very imperative to see if he's going to go on Sunday for the charge. He didn't practice on Wednesday. He didn't practice on Thursday. And that's Justin Herbert's security blanket when it comes to the offensive line. Speaking of offensive line, the Jacksonville Jaguars offensive line, talk about hitting Herbert. We got to talk about hitting Lawrence has been vastly improved versus last year. Take a listen to this, Chargers fans. The Jaguars offensive line last week when they beat the Colts 24-0. to 
Trevor Lawrence sacked zero times and was only hit twice. And, and, and the Colts don't have a bad passer. So they have former uh, Niner DeForest Buckner, I believe, who's been very, very good for that Colts team. So th- this Jaguars offensive line, Lorenzo, is good. I think what we're starting to learn just talking through this episode with you is that this Jaguars team is not a bad team. And no. they're not the Jaguars of old. They're not the laughing stock of the National Football League. They're not that expansion team that was never able to figure it out in the National Football League. They got a young quarterback. They got a young pass rush. They got some weapons. They got a good offensive line. They got a good front four. What does that equal? It equals to a pretty damn good football team, right? So no it's going to be, it's again, and Lorenzo, you brought up the best point of the show is it's all up here, guys. It's all yep. up here. If the Chargers are able to convince themselves that this opponent is the same caliber as Kansas City, they're going to win this game. Easily, they're going to win this game. But if they take any foot off the gas, 1% foot off the gas, this is the National Football League. No wins are come to you. And they're going to lose this football game. And and, and they have to even be more locked in, more prepared, more attention detailed if they're not going to have Justin Herbert. Because this team should still win the game with Chase Daniel. But it's going to be a hell of a lot closer. So right, you got to you tell know, me that line. What is that? What's that? What's the line on the game? You got to look to see what the what the what Vegas Charger, is saying for Chargers minus seven right now. Yeah, see that I'm I'm surprised it's that high. I'm surprised it's that high. If if, if that must believe that Herbert's going to play, because I'm telling you, if Herbert's not going to play, that line's going to go down to four or maybe even three. No, I'd say I think four, two. four and a half. What's that? Two, two. Yeah, yeah. it's going. It's, it's going everything. It's going to drastically drop. I mean, and that's what Trevor. That's what the, you know, you got to realize. With Trevor Lawrence. These guys now, they're like, man, we got to take care of him. And now they're feeling good about themselves. And that's what the, that. That's what you have to do when a team is young and they haven't tasted success. And you got to realize, this Chargers team haven't really tasted that much more success than Jacksonville. It just tastes more though. But you have to realize, just like with your father, my father, rest in peace, Big Pop, Papa Glenn. He was big, had hands the size of just tree trunks and he would punch me every now in the gut and i was like man pops is just so tough but then i was like a junior and senior number one in the state of california i was heavyweight 38 30 i was 42 and 0 with 38 pins nobody hardly went the distance 215 pounds i was california athlete of the year strong as a bull benching over 450 pounds but you know what it wasn't my, my, my dad could walk by and scared me to death hit me and i was still wouldn't even but you wouldn't even think about it mm-hmm. my point that i'm making here Bonnie, you know where i'm going mm-hmm. this charger team needs to jump they got a bunch of first rounders on that team those guys are probably just as strong just as fast talent wise they got a lot of talent on the team because they've been drafted out the chargers have to beat them up and show them that they have not arrived yet that's how you do it you got to get these young fellas and say make the game too fast do too many things for them and make these guys understand we're still Papa. I love it. And guys, listen, to wrap it up, I, I do have the Chargers winning this football game. Let's not forget about Bryce Callahan, Bryce Callahan, who has a big test. Probably going to be guarding a lot of Christian Kirk this week, who leads the NFL in slot receiving yards at 154 through the first two weeks. Chargers fans, nevertheless, Lorenzo and I will see you on the live stream postgame show this Sunday, hopefully with a positive sentiment after the Chargers will hopefully improve to 2-1. and one. For Lorenzo Neal, I'm born in Azari, everybody. Take care. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.